0: Pirates versus tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Okay, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this this opening segment. I was trying to decide what to do, and the problem is, is that there's so many things happening and so many things to talk about. And so many occurrences that, uh, how do you, how do you zoom in on one? Right. Well, and, and that's my responsibility as a show host is to, uh, zoom in and to try and make this complex mess of whatever's happening a little bit more sensible, but it is complicated, right? I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we've got the crew that's been talking about Trump's plan for years. And then we've got the crew that says, you know, the plan is we, the people, we've got the people talking about corruption in the Biden who aren't even worried about Trump or Trump's plan. We've got, uh, you know, the Biden regime's corruption related to the, you know, just being bought off the corruption related to the vaccines, the corruption related to you name it. There's just so many things happening and so many interesting things to, to talk about that have such a profound impact on our future. That, you know, I was trying th- really kind of thinking this through. I said, well, what are we going to do here? And I think what I want to do is I want to kind of try and weave a bunch of things that are are occurring together and just give you an overview because so much happened this weekend. So let's start out with this, right? So we've got a, a wonderful article uh, in Just the News talking about the buy-offs of Hunter Biden and the corruption of Hunter Biden, and this ties to his plea deal. I put a neat little post on that. And yeah, in his plea deal, one of the things that's interesting is not just the fact that the plea deal was absolutely corrupt, but also the fact that it it laid out several really important facts. I want to talk about this one particular paragraph, right? Uh, Now, there's a lot of stuff talking about how much Biden got paid from all these different places and all these different things, but I wanted to zero in on one paragraph. And it's not the only paragraph worth talking about. There's a lot of other things worth talking about in this. But I want to read you this. During calendar year 2017, Biden, meaning Hunter, earned substantial income, including just under $1 million from a company he formed was CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate, 666666 666, That's right, 666666 from his domestic business interests. By the way, that's nothing to do with Mark of the Beast. That's just a total coincidence. It just worked out that everything in Hunter Biden's life is related to 666. Uh, approximately six hundred sixty-four thousand from a Chinese infrastructure investment company, five hundred thousand in director's fees from Ukrainian energy company, seventy thousand relating to a Romanian business, and forty-eight thousand from a multinational law firm. So, during that year, he got paid a lot of money from China, from the Ukraine, and uh, from Romania. By the way and also some multinational law firm uh, none of this was influence paddling paddling folks uh he just is that brilliant of an executive and they needed his wisdom and expertise to do all the things they were doing because when you think of learned lawyers you think of hunter, hunter Biden. Uh, there's typically the most learned lawyers i know frequently have pictures of themselves snorting coke off of hookers butts uh those are just that's just part of the deal right so you've got biden earning all this money and uh of course none of these chinese business conglomerates or chinese uh infrastructure companies none of those had anything to do with the ccp they were just clean and pure as a wind-driven snow and it's not like he was in influ- influencing uh peddling to a known enemy of the united states uh you know sedition treason style all right so that's all happening so we ca- the point of this is that the corruption from the the biden administration uh, and everything related to Biden is absolutely mind blowing. And it's, it, it's really at a level that we've never before seen in this country. I mean, we have a very clear example of Biden and, uh, his people, you know, selling out, uh, entirely to, to a foreign enemy. Uh, and we know they're a foreign enemy because they tell us they're our enemy. I mean, you can just listen to China. Uh, Anyway, so we've got that. Meanwhile, you've got uh, the persecution of Donald Trump. The persecution of Donald Trump has been ridiculous, and it's been by sellouts and crooks rather than real lawyers and and educated people. Uh, I I think probably the best illustration of this is you don't even need to take my words. You can look at Alan Dershowitz and his commentary on Jack Smith and some of these other indictments against Trump, and uh, Dershowitz is by no means a Trump fan. I mean, Dershowitz is a Harvard law professor, and I will tell you what, I think Dershowitz and I are, you know, I mean, we're quite clearly on different sides of the political spectrum. But Dershowitz is someone I admire as an attorney. The guy's brilliant. And the thing that I admire most is he's a lawyer's lawyer. He just looks at it as the law. Uh, it used to be that that was a big thing and that that was very appreciated within uh, circles of uh, of the law and that you know judges and uh, lawyers of esteem respected that. Uh, but th- it's just not a very common trait anymore. But Dershowitz, when he looks at the law, the law is impartial. The law is, is it's blind. It's got to be, right? And when he looks at this and he, he comments on the fact that these are garbage indictments and this, that, and other, uh, you know, this is coming from a guy who's a brilliant attorney who knows what's going on and uh you know is not a friend of trump's yet he's still saying the same thing i am now i say it a little more bluntly and with a lot more political charge but yeah at the end of the day we're on the same page that these are sham indictments i'm sure uh if alan were to hear this he would probably have a stroke because uh you know he is an esteemed harvard professor and i am me uh, so, so we get that going on. But within these, we now have uh, this this corrupt Jack Smith indictment, which was, in my mind, both prosecutorial misconduct and illegal. And I hope Donald Trump sues him personally, uh, as well as everyone else. And with this, we see this weekend. Uh, well, they're talking about some of the obvious right? But they're also talking, there was something else that came out this weekend. So uh, in terms of the obvious, yes, it's quite clear that this indictment was stupid and that now through the discovery process, unless the courts are just outright corrupt, Donald Trump should get access to all the things that he needed. There should be no question the courts should grant access to every bit of evidence Donald Trump should ever need to exonerate himself entirely and also to show the country exactly how evil things are, which leads us to this, right? Now, there's always been a break, and I've always been very clear on this. We've got a group of people who are Trump supporters that say, trust the plan, trust the plan, trust the plan. Trump's playing 12-D chess, this, that, and other. I've said quite frequently that I don't have any evidence of it. Maybe he does. I mean, listen, I've, I've also said that I'm not at the top of the food chain and, uh, that, you know, it certainly could be happening without my knowledge. More importantly, what I've always said is that it doesn't matter whether he's playing 12 D chess or not. We, the people still need to do everything we can to fight for our own freedom, right? We've got to wake the people up. We've got to retake our country. So that's all happening. And while that's happening. Uh, you see this other interesting little blurb this weekend, right? So you've got this lady, this Dr. Jan Helper-Hayes, and uh, Trump's promoted her, and and, uh, Don Don Jr. promoted her, and you got them talking. She says uh, uh, she's... You know, in a position where she may have connections and know certain things. And she's suggesting basically that Space Force and some of these other things that Trump created they have been watching this whole thing, gathering data, and now can prove all the fraud and this, that, and other, and that it's going to come out. And now we're all going to see the culmination of Donald Trump's 12 DHS plan. I hope, I hope, I hope that my buddy Dave, uh, I hope that X-22, I hope that all all these guys, I hope they're right. I hope that that is happening, and I hope that we win. It doesn't change what I'm doing in any way, shape, or form. I don't care uh, if if Trump's been playing 12-D chess, and I don't care if he wins everything tomorrow. We, the people, still need to fight. Every single one of us are responsible for our freedom, and the only real reason that we're in this situation is because we sat in our hands too long and let it go away. So with all that happening, uh, you know, now we have this explosion and this whole new scenario that's coming into play. And so we're going to have a huge, huge boom. Uh, and really the comment about the space force and this, that, and other, and these guys having all of the, uh, the evidence and you know, they're going to drop it all. Uh, it's all going to come out with this Jack Smith, case, this, that, and other, uh, it's huge. It's a huge thing, but it's also going to be a huge thing in the Patriot circles. And I want to, I think that comes to one of the foundational points that I want to make this segment, right? We've got corruption, we've got this, we've got that, we've got the other. We've got within the Patriot universe the people who have argued that uh, just trust a plan, and the people who've argued there is no plan, and then the people who've argued uh, it doesn't matter whether there's a plan. I'm in the third right? Uh, I'm in the third. I I don't think it matters whether there's a plan. Uh, either way, we the people are responsible for fighting as hard as we can. And if you're like me, I'm an outsider, right? I'm an outsider. I'm glad to call guys like Mike Flynn my friend. But, you know, I've said to Flynn several times, there's need to know stuff going on. I don't need to know unless you think I do, right? I have no interest in, I'm not trying to be an insider. I'm just one of we the people. I just want to fight as we the people. That's who I am. That's what I want to be. Okay, if uh, if at any point God calls me into a different spot, that's fine. But right now, that's where I'm at. And I'm honored to be as far uh, up the food chain as I am. You know, I don't need to be higher. If God puts me higher, that's up to him. So I don't know anything, and I stick with that. But I stick. I want to stand by, and I want to reiterate the most important aspect of this because when I see this, trust the plan stuff, and I see uh, these guys putting this stuff about the Space Corps, and I see these ecstatic articles. Uh, there's a great article on 100% fed up, uh, and I like I like this group. I like the 100% fed up group. Right, they're a good group. But, you know, this guy's ecstatic because trust the plan, oh, look, at we're now going to see the plan come, right? Uh, The ending was already written, and we're just waiting, you know, you just got to hold tight. Okay, so that's fine, and I'm glad, and I I hope uh, this was written by Noah. I don't know last name, just by Noah. And I hope Noah is right. I I pray that Noah's right. I pray that Donald Trump and his people had some super secret plan that will free us all from the tyranny that we are so close to falling into. Don't know whether it's going to happen, but we'll see. I don't care. I still don't care. I didn't care before. I don't care now. I won't care tomorrow. The reason I don't care is this leads me to the most important aspect of this segment, and it's what I just said a few minutes ago. The reason that our country is on the precipice of collapse. The reason that there is a global push for things like CBDCs, all these vaccinations, the World Economic Forum, CCP, all of this stuff, is that we the people have allowed it. This government is our government. They don't act like they're our government because we haven't forced them to act like they're our government. When you give someone unbridled power and you don't hold them in check, they begin to act like they have unbridled power and no one's going to hold them in check. And that's exactly what's occurred. We, the people, have failed to hold our people, to hold our government responsible. We have not done our job. We've sat aside. And while I hope that Donald Trump's got some super secret plan and is about to save us all, I want to caution you against complacency. I don't care if Donald Trump saves the universe with this trial. I don't care what happens. If we the people don't wake up, if we have not become awake from this, then it's all for nothing. Because Donald Trump will be president for four years and evil people will still try and retake our country afterwards. My kids are 13 and 10. Donald Trump may come back in 2024 and he may save the country uh, and may move, move us in the right direction. And he could set back the globalists for decades. I hope that all happens. If my kids and if I quit fighting and quit watching, guess where that's gonna leave us? Nowhere, because evil's gonna continue. If we the people go back to sleep, if we forget, if we forget what's occurring, You know how many people are saying, well, we can move on from COVID now. That's over. We can? Is it over for the people who are vaccine injured or dying? You think they're not going to bring it back this fall? How about the flu and COVID vaccine combo that they're going to be having this fall? How about all the other vaccines that they're going to be rolling out? How about the gene therapy products and food that they are now doing because of the COVID nonsense? How about all the other things? Right? How about all of this? How about yeah? If we the people go back to sleep, do you think this is all going to go away? Do you think that four years of a Donald Trump presidency is enough to clean house and properly eliminate this? I don't care if Donald Trump is Superman. I don't care if he flies into the White House with a cape. We the people will be responsible preser- for preserving our future. We the people have to do it. And I support and love so many people who've who've bet so hard on Donald Trump flying back in. Good. I hope you're right. I really do. But it doesn't matter to me. I also understand the people who say, oh, there's no plan to quit. It it doesn't matter to me. I've said this from the beginning, folks. If we get help, that's great. But what are you going to quit? If someone else is going to do it for you, you're just going to quit, go back to sleep? Is that where we are? I mean, that is where we are, folks. That's exactly where we are. Someone stepping up and doing great things for our country is a wonderful thing. Donald Trump, pick your guy. Kennedy's stepping up. I love what he's doing. A lot of good people doing good things right now but it's each and every one of our responsibilities to ask ourselves what we can do to ensure the greatness of America. Speaking of Kennedy, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I wanna urge you to take that a step further. Quit asking what Donald Trump or Bobby Kennedy or anybody else can do for your country and start asking what you can do. That's how we save our country. That's how we save our future. It's not going to be through some superhero that saves us indefinitely until christ comes back evil will be with us and we'll have to fight so get ready to fight support us at TomRens.com. share the tom wrens show everywhere we will be right back
1: Out loud. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with CoFix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. CoFix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too.
0: Okay, folks, welcome back. Uh, You know, we started out with talking about staying active, keeping in the fight, and we're going to continue with that theme, but I want to talk about another aspect of this, right? So now we're talking about uh, some different things happening in the fight back against this corruption and evil that's uh, destroying America. And by the way, again, I want to stress to you, don't care whether there's a plan. Don't care one bit. Either way, we got to push it. And part of that push is getting rid of the rhinos and getting rid of the corruption and the Democrats, which means all of them. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the ED leader Mitch McConnell and some of these other crooks that are out there. Um, so I want to look at this. There's a, there's an article in American greatness titled how Republicans could ruin the Trump indictment. And uh, it opens up and it's talking about, uh, you know, Trump's uh, confidence in this and how, uh, you know, he he. This may have been a rope-a-dope, um, essentially. That you know, all these scandals, all this, all that. And now Trump's going to get access to uh, discovery and all this different stuff. And then you know how many scandals there are, but they take uh, they take kind of a turn in this, and they they're suggesting something. They're saying that uh, the the Democrats are going to be playing, and they cite Claire, Musca- M- M- the Claire McCaskill, sorry folks as a uh highly professional wannabe broadcaster you know that that misspeak is that's terrible oh man Um, anyways but Claire McCaskill uh, is cited in here and what they're talking about is how they're gonna try and yeah tug at your heartstrings with this Hunter Biden corruption and everything else Uh, you know this is uh, Joe. He's just trying to do, you know, help his poor drug-addled son, and it's not really evil. It's just you should feel bad for him, right? And uh, they're saying, you know, that uh, you know that's that's a really effective and strong strategy, and it may be, it may be. But here they say, uh, for, former Senator Claire McCaskill has already given us an example of this strategy, waxing poetic about how Joe is simply a loving father has been a son who is addicted to drugs and or alcohol. And uh, that, you know, these, these mean Republicans on the right, they shouldn't punish Joe uh, for Hunter's sins. And that the American people will be upset about that because poor, poor Hunter, you know, he's, he's a drug addled fruitcake loser. Um, but clearly, that's not Uncle Joe's problem. Uncle Joe's 10%. Yeah, 10% for the big guy. Well, yeah, but he's just trying to help his son. And, you know, he had to get something for it, right? So they're suggesting that that's where it's going to go. And that we've got to be careful with impeachment. Okay. So this. Article, uh, let's see who did this. Um, Eric Lundrum. And I I think this is a well thought out article, right? Okay, so Eric did a good job writing this article, and I want to give him kudos for that. But yeah, he's suggesting that uh, this could be a trap for us because if we're too mean and we uh, impeach Uncle Joe, the Democrats are going to get us and turn this around and say that we're mean spirited. And there's no doubt they'll try. I mean, you know, I mean, what else are they going to do? But uh, he then goes on to make the argument that we should use impeachment, but it should be for Merrick Garland. Now, I got to tell you, uh, I agree with uh, what's his name here, with Eric Lindrum in part, but disagree in part as well. Uh, Merrick Garland absolutely needs to be impeached. And I do think it's politically less risky than going after Joe Biden. But I don't think Joe Biden, as, as an impeachment target, is all that difficult. Um, let's start with Merrick Garland. So Merrick Garland is the most corrupt attorney general in history. We have a, 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 just an epically corrupt Department of Justice, from the FBI to the, to the prosecutors. To I mean, wherever you look the level and extent of corruption is absolutely mind-blowing uh it is it is shockingly corrupt everywhere and uh yeah this is just really a simple thing it's just uh yeah the 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 whole system prosecutorial misconduct and abuse of discretion i mean those are those are just day-to-day occurrences in this doj I don't think there's any question that Merrick Garland should be impeached. And I think it should have been yesterday. I mean, this guy should actually, I mean, I am not even sure how he's ethically allowed to hold his bar license. He certainly doesn't seem to follow the rules. And so, you know, this is, I agree 100% that, uh, going after Merrick Garland is a very clear, easy target that should be done and should be done immediately. There's no question to me, you know, I mean, you look at what they've done and, you know, they've they've politicized everything. So that's an easy one. Now, I want to turn back, though, to Biden. Right, The idea that uh, the Democrats are going to be able to turn this Biden thing into a sympathy card where people feel sorry for attacking the old man. Uh, Only if it's done ham handedly. I mean, you'd really have to screw this up uh, to do that, in my opinion. See, there's a couple things going on here. So first of all, 10% for the big guy doesn't play well when you start talking about he's trying to protect his son. And, yeah, the 10% for the big guy that we keep seeing over and over again, uh, well, I mean, that's the key here, right? Oh, he's just trying to protect his son by getting 10% off the top. And a lot of this corruption is from Joe Biden. Joe Biden got on the phone. It's not protecting your son. He's getting bought off. I mean, his son's a piece of garbage, but, you know, he's the guy who's who's getting paid off here. And by the way, look at America. What, do you think he's doing a good job? I don't think that we're in a good enough position economically as a country or anything else for anybody to give him that pass. I just don't think so. I think that uh, it's quite clear that, yes, his son is a disaster, but uh, he not only seems to, uh, I don't know, facilitate it, he seems to benefit from it. I mean, he's, he's not just getting out of the way. He's not just enabling his son. He's actually benefiting from it. So, you know, I think that that's really the key here. The other thing that I think uh, Eric is missing in this is the urgency of the moment, right? And I'm not someone who likes to say, we got to do this now. We can't, you know. Uh, if something can wait, you wait. You take your time and you think it through and do it. But there's not a whole lot more to think through, right? Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in American history. There's no question about that. The idea that somehow he can turn that. I mean, listen, we successfully impeached Bill Clinton for a blue stain on a dra- uh, stain on a blue dress, right? I mean, really. Uh, Nixon impeached you know, for something that was arguably minor, although, frankly, I'm not too sorry to see Nixon gone. Uh, he wasn't all that good of a guy. He was a globalist. Uh, but this, this is outright corruption. I mean, this guy's selling secrets to China. I don't care if your son's an addict or not. That's not okay. So I don't think there's that, but this... the, the The country is on fire, folks. The country is on fire. Uh, We're facing the destruction of everything that made America great. I don't think that we can wait. And we need to have that impeachment because we need to know who we should primary on the Republican side. We know that you cannot successfully uh, impeach Joe Biden in the Senate, right? You don't have the votes. But you can in the House, potentially, I mean, maybe you can also see who's going to vote for it and who's going to vote against it. That's what I really want to see because I want the Republicans who don't vote for it to be primaried. And I, you know, any Republican can vote for uh, Merrick Garland to be impeached. I mean, who wouldn't vote for that? If you wouldn't vote for that, you're not even a Republican. But Joe Biden. You know, that, that's something where I want to see. I want to see which which of these guys are rhinos and which of them are not. Because I want every one of them primaried. So I think the impeachment needs to happen now for that reason. Uh, yeah, I don't think we should fear the media. They don't have that control that they used to. There's a million other media outlets now. We don't need to kiss uh, CNN's butts or fear the Washington Post. Nobody, uh, There's like six people that read that crap. I mean the Washington Post is trash. Who reads that? So yeah, I don't think that this is uh something that we need to be so afraid of. I know I can understand, you know, if you're a Republican who's been beat up by the press for decades, why you're a little gun shy, but you know, frankly, uh times they are a changing. And while much of it's for the worse, there's some of it for the better. And the better part is we've got a lot of good conservative outlets where people get their media and their news that are willing to actually tell truth. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I want to move into something a little bit different here. And uh, this is really an, uh, (laughs) you know who I get a boot out of folks. I get a boot out of Steve Kirsch. Kirsch is an interesting character. Steve's a good guy. And uh, he's, he's just a really, really brilliant guy. He's got a very analytical mind. It's very mathematical. And if you talk to him, you can just see the wheels turning, right? He's a sharp, sharp guy. And uh, he's got in his newsletter, he's got a Jay Bonner's anecdote is statistically impossible if COVID vaccines are safe. And he, Jay lost 15 of his friends who all died suddenly. All were vaccinated. Four dropped dead within 24 hours of the shot. Three of the four were 30 years old, perfectly healthy before their death. Okay. So this is all about our safe and effective COVID vaccines. And I know we're shifting gears, but I want to shift gears. Uh, so this is about the scientists on the left who like to say that anecdotal data is useless. And, uh, and then he goes on to talk to the, about this guy's story, which is anecdotal, but uh, not useless, right? Uh, the left likes to say, well, so you know 10 people that died. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, no, it does. It can absolutely mean something. In fact, we have, there's a, within epidemiology, there's a uh, specific type of study you can do. It's a case study. And that's where you study data about, uh, about or from or around a single individual. And that certainly can indicate the need for a more robust study. It can indicate a lot of things. And so studying an independent uh, or an individual's experience can absolutely lead to scientifically valid and useful data that can then be uh, extrapolated upon or expanded upon in further studies. Well, in this case, uh, you know, uh, Steve talks a little bit about that, and then he goes into this story about this Jay Bonner guy. And he says, Jay's a 57-year-old sales exec from Seattle, Washington, so he's probably a total... Total leftist lunatic. I don't know. Maybe he's a nice guy. He says he has 7,500 direct friends that he knows personally, and 75% or so have taken the COVID vaccine. That means he's got 5,625 vaxxed and 6, 1,875 unvaxxed. Now, prior to the vax rollout, he had zero unexpected deaths. Okay, so before this, Jay didn't know anybody that just died suddenly. Then the vax rollout, right? And 15 of his friends died suddenly or unexpectedly, okay? Four of them died within 24 hours of getting their vaccine. If you die within 24 hours of getting an an injection like this, there is absolute cause for full investigation. Uh, That is correlation that is very, very high. And correlation does not equal causation, but it does strongly indicate a reason to study more. I sincerely doubt anybody studying more. Um, so uh, beyond that, uh, three of the four same day deaths were in people who were 30 years old, 30. So we're not talking about someone who you know, was 75, got the jab and had a, had a heart attack as a coincidence. This is 30. Uh, none of them had COVID at the time they died or just before they died, everyone who got vaccinated had, uh, died, had COVID at least once. Jay estimates his vaccinated friends are getting COVID at a rate of approximately 4X more than his unvaccinated friends. He estimates that he has roughly 7,500 friends uh, from email contacts, LinkedIn, et etc., et cetera, And these are direct relationships that uh, Jay spoke to Steve about in person. So Jay and Steve had this conversation and they go through this whole thing and i don't know maybe jay is not a lunatic leftist maybe he's just a guy who's trying to dig in i don't know but here's the thing kirsch in typical kirsch form goes out finds a person breaks down all the data related to this person and shows that it is absolutely ridiculous what's occurring uh yeah key takeaways according to this uh that uh, COVID vaccine, according to Steve, is probably killing people at about one per 1,000 doses. So for every 1,000 people to get it, someone dies. That doesn't count major side effects. That's a very, very, very dangerous drug, folks. And he says that Jay's data exactly align with this. 14,000 estimated doses among his vaccinated friends, and 15 of them died unexpectedly. Well... Uh, CDC and FDA are saying it's safe, which means a one to a million kill rate. Well, that that's not even close to what we're seeing, right? That's not even close. Uh, one in a million is what they call safe. This is not one in a million. This is much, much higher. Uh, basically, and then Steve goes through, um, and uh, apparently apparently, this J guy subscribes to Steve's substack. And he filled out a survey, so Steve called him and, and talked to him about this. And uh, so I guess it's not fair for me to say that Jay, even though he lives in Seattle, is probably a liberal douche. Uh, he probably is not. Yeah, you know, Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a thinking guy. If he's reading Steve's stuff, he's probably a thinking guy. So my apologies to Jay. Um, and I'm sorry, I had that mixed up with uh, with another story here that I've got on this. But anyways, Jay, uh, you know, he lists his, his buddies who died suddenly, including, a you know, a very fit personal trainer and all these other guys. Um, folks, these vaccines are just, they're bioweapons. They're murder. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Everybody knows what they're doing. Uh, this is beyond dispute. It's beyond qu- uh, question. The only question that I have is not whether these vaccines are killing people. It's not whether they're unsafe or ineffective. We know these things. I've proven those for several years now. I mean, and, and I like watching Steve continue to analyze more data, but he's proving stuff that we know, okay? This is like proving the earth is round, the sky is blue, or two and two or four. Uh, it's just true, right? It's just true. The thing that I don't understand is why we have our conservative leaders who are completely unwilling to address it. Why are the Jim Jordans and Rand Pauls of this world unwilling to do it? You got Rand Paul indicting Fauci for creating Wuhan in a lab, but has yet to talk about uh, the DOD's role in creating or rolling out the vaccines. Not one word about it. I have not heard a single word from anybody about these vaccines killing everybody. Or the fact that uh you know that they're still on the market that they're rolling it in with the flu that the mrna stuff is expanding nobody's talking about it i think that's cowardice and corruption folks we'll be right back share us at tomrens.com
1: with the rise of independent media we are now america out millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose?
0: Welcome and welcome to the Stack of Stuff segment, folks. We are here and ready to talk about a whole stack of random things that need to be discussed. They are burning, burning fires uh, that need to be addressed. And we're going to start out with a couple from my buddy J.D. Rucker at Liberty Daily, right? Headline, woke brand alert, Barnes and Noble is coming after your kids. Uh, Another day, another corporate retail brand embraces DEI driven wokeness of the LGBTQIA plus supremacy agenda. This time it's bookseller Barnes and Noble, a company that has displayed woke tendency for years. Now, according to libs of TikTok, they're not holding back. And so they've got some pictures. So this is what you see when you go into the Barnes and Noble, right? And, uh, let me read to you a couple of these books that are very prominently displayed under a giant rainbow banner that says Love Out Loud. Uh, and these are all very, very much children's books, right? right? So these are very clearly, uh, you know, I, I'm going to, for those of you watching, I'm going to share this so that you can see it um, because this is actually worth seeing. So here you go. Uh, we see my two dads and me. Uh, we've got the pronoun book. Bye, bye, binary with a picture of a baby uh, holding his arms up as though he's in victory. Uh, we've got love makes a family. This sounds wonderful. Just uh, what I want my babies to read. Yeah, these. Are, and by the way, these look like they're they're targeted towards you know elementary, early elementary school. And I think one of the best pieces of news I have for you folks is that luckily they aren't teaching our kids to read, so none of them can probably read it. But if we scroll down, you see a Libs of TikTok tweet. Uh, this is what you see in almost every Barnes and Noble store. When they say they're com- we're coming for your kids, they're not kidding. So here we've got another series of great, great uh, children's books, again, oriented towards early elementary school. We've got pink is for boys. Uh, we've got, oh, uh, this is the rainbow, uh, the fairest land. Uh, just one just titled pride. True. You another one, something about pride. Uh, sparkle boy. I don't I hear this. This uh, I think is sparkle boy. Uh, at the bottom there, I, you know, listen folks, sparkle boy, <laughs> that's what we need. We need, I'm going to get, I need to get a sparkle boy for my kids. That's clearly the one I definitely need. I, cause my two boys, I know that they, if I wanted to read a good story to my boys, I know they would be very entertained by sparkle boy. Okay. Let me tell you a little about the Rems household. Okay, uh, if I read Sparkle Boy to my kids, I don't know if they could get through a book like that, because the amount of laughter would be mind blowing, and I'm pretty sure we would all just make fun of it, as we should, because we are mean spirited here, and we would probably just make fun of that nonsense endlessly. Because I'm sorry if your name is if you're going working on Sparkle Boy. Who the hell is Sparkle Boy? I mean, bye-bye binary. Let's move from Sparkle Boy to bye-bye binary to the pronoun. But it's some great family fun, folks. Uh, Barnes & Noble, indoctrinating your kids with the most horrific woke garbage on the planet. Oh, man. Um, I just don't know what to say about that. Uh, We're going to move on. Headline. Liberty Daily also. Dr. Peter McCullough on LeBron James's son's cardiac arrest and potential role of spike protein. Well, McCullough said uh, that, hey, uh, you know, Ronnie, that's, a, that's a, a jab injury. Well, guess what, everybody? I, I tweeted that the day that it happened. I mean, there's no question about it. This is a jab injury. Uh, McCullough, you know, I mean McCullough's super, super off the charts brilliant. And as a scientist, he's got to you know do all the stuff he's got to do before he can say everything. So he's a little late to the, uh, the, the dance here, but you know he said it, so it's gospel. Uh, he's right about that. I mean, no question. And uh, just in case you needed confirmation, yes, LeBron James's son, collapsed on the court with cardiac, whatever, because of the jab. I don't think there's any question about that. What I do know, though, is I have yet to hear LeBron James speak out against the jab. LeBron, what about all your people? You keep talking about all the BLM stuff and all this, that and other. How about protecting, you know, they've targeted the black community to get these jabs. There's been a huge, huge push. In fact, I, early on, shared a bunch of uh, CDC documents and stuff where they talk specifically about targeting minority communities for these chaps. LeBron, where are you on this? Don't you think you ought to speak out? Don't you think you ought to protect your communities? And personally, I don't care what color you are, but you know, for LeBron, this is a big deal. Uh, he, he tends to like to talk about race issues because that's, I mean, I don't know. Uh, But for whatever reason, that's all he wants to do is talk about people based on the color of their skin. Well, they targeted people of different skin colors for these vaccines that were never safe and were totally ineffective. And I broke this early on. LeBron, where are you? I mean, it's hit home now. It's hit your son. You okay with that? I don't know. I'd think LeBron James would man up and find some courage to speak out on this, but... I guess I give him too much credit. I always liked LeBron when he was growing up. I'm a Ohio guy, you know. He's from Ohio. Everybody in Ohio liked LeBron when he was growing up and doing his thing and kind of coming up. And but he decided to sell out. Yeah, he went out to LA. So I guess that's all you need to know. Anyways, all right. PJ Media. Gavin Newsom's latest attack on California parents is pure unalloyed evil. And uh, this is interesting article uh you know i mean uh you know i guess when i look at this article the way that i would categorize this article is this is just something to, to make you mad if you're conservative i mean that's what it's written for and it's it's good for that uh, california's governor and attorney general rob bonta are wielding their legal hammer and sickle to cleave children from their parents in the name of quote civil rights uh, Bonta sent a letter to the Chino Valley Unified School District on Friday to threaten that district school board with a civil rights investigation if it doesn't walk back its recent policy to tell parents if their child is having weird ideations like uh, if they want I uh, think they were born in the wrong body. If you want to see a discussion by a real psychiatrist who treats children and their families, watch the interview, blah blah blah. But uh, the, in this interview, they talk about this just being a psychotic break in our nation. I mean, this is this is sick. Uh, I gave a speech on Friday and I said what I say here. If I sew a t- tail to my butt, I'm not a dinosaur. I'm just an idiot with a tail. You can't change what you are. You're born a man. You're born a woman. You are what you are. You can't change that. And you can have all the mental illness you want. You can be delusional. You can pretend to be a boy when you're a girl or pretend to be a girl when you're a boy, but you're still a girl or a boy. And us promoting mental illness as a good thing is sick in the head. And us not telling parents when uh, the promoting of mental illness is impacting their children's health is, I would argue, illegal. There is a cause of action for tortious interference with parental uh, family rights and, and and the family unit. It's well recognized under the constitution that family unit is is a uh, thing and it should be protected. I don't know why there's no lawsuits on this, frankly. I wish I had the time to file it. There ought to be, hey, any lawyers out there, please, for the love of God, please look at the tortious interference. There, uh, This is pretty clear. The state doesn't have the right to tell you how to parent your child. This is absolutely not to mention the free speech and uh, freedom of religion impacts. I mean, the idea that they aren't going to tell you uh, when they're trying to when they're intentionally trying to brainwash. I mean, this is obviously a violation of the First Amendment rights of anybody going to the school. You can't say a prayer because you might push that down someone's throat, but you can tell a kid that they should get their uh, their wiener cut off. I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you. It's a very clear, uh, it's very clear in my faith that that's wrong. And you trying to shove it down my kid's throat is no better than me trying to shove my Christian views down your throat. I mean, either way, you're pushing something that's morally reprehensible to a person. And neither way, it's it's not something that the state should be able to do. And again, the state's not allowed to interfere with family relationships anyways. That's exactly what they're doing here. I don't know folks. This is uh this is pretty sick. And uh Yeah, you know, they try and say that it's about protecting kids who might uh commit suicide because their parents don't want them to cut their junk off. Folks. These people are so corrupt and so evil and so rotten. I don't even know what to say. Uh, anyways, Headline, investigation underway after explosion at Sherwin-Williams plant in North Texas. Yes, that's right, folks. We have another industrial explosion uh, with no cause and no explanation. And it's obviously another coincidence, folks. Uh, Much like the East Palestine chemical weapons explosion, much like uh, the numerous train derailments, much like all of the food supply... Folks, these are soft target attacks. I talked to some of my military friends who were in the intel world. I've talked to a bunch of law enforcement guys. These are attacks on soft targets. They're being covered up. Our country is under attack. I'm tired of beating around the bush about this. I'm not going to provide you evidence because it's from numerous sources that would all lose their position if I share it. So go ahead, call me a conspiracy theorist, call me what you want. Don't ask me to provide my sources, I'm not going to. But here's what I'm gonna tell you. If you think I'm wrong, then you can expect no more attacks. You can expect no more random plant explosions without any explanation. You can expect no more fires, because if you think I'm a conspiracy theorist and wrong, then you can just go ahead and expect that. I'm guessing that you'll find that uh, I was right, and eventually you'll come to the conclusion. Folks, mark my word, uh, these are soft target attacks. Our nation is under attack. We have an open border where we're allowing terrorists in right and left. We're allowing Chinese and Iranian military-age men across this border with regularity, bringing false documents frequently coming from Venezuela or other such places, they, they, do you know that the, you know, that the charge to bring in the military age men, uh, for coyotes is higher than the charge to bring in, you know, like Mexicans. Did you know that supply and demand folks, uh, the coyotes, they, they know how to make money, but you know, we're, we're under attack. And I don't care if you call it a conspiracy theory or not. All of our infrastructure, everything is under attack and it's only going to get worse. And you're going to see a big ramp up prior to 2024. I mean, they're going to have to come up with something to declare an emergency and steal this election. Because it doesn't look like uh, Jack Smith is going to be able to get it done. Anyways, Uh, another headline. American Airlines pilot goes viral for announcing passengers, not to be selfish and rude. Uh, I thought this was kind of fun. Uh, this, uh, this American airlines guy gets on and says, Hey, here's an idea. Everybody don't be buttholes. And he didn't say it that way. He said it much more politely. And, uh, he was, uh, uh, quite clever about it and it's gone pretty viral. And, uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fly a lot more than I ever want to. Uh, I love, you know, some of the crews are wonderful people. A lot of the people that work in airlines are wonderful. I got a lot of good friends that work in the airline industry, but the, uh, the reality is that, uh, it's, it's an absolute mess. Uh, you know, in terms of the people. I mean, sometimes a lot of times I'll fly and I'll be next to real good people, but other times I'll fly and next be next to people who are just absolute rude pigs and I don't like it. There's no reason for that. Everybody's jammed in there. Nobody wants to be there. There's no reason to be rude. We don't want to hear your cell phone. We don't want to hear your videos. I don't want to hear you, you know, doing whatever it is. You're, it's just, just, Mind your business and do something. If you want to say hi, that's fine. Say hi. You know, we talk to each other. You want to have a pleasant conversation? That's fine. Uh, if we don't, leave us alone. You just, just be polite. Just have manners. I don't think that's too much to ask. And uh, yeah, I, I got a boot out of this. You know, the comments are apparently if you're uh, were summed up in a uh, Instagram comment where it said, if you're offended by this sp- speech, congrats, you're part of the problem. I think that was very pointed and exceedingly correct. Uh, So, man, all right. Headline, why is America's woke left silent over blockbuster child sex trafficking film? Well, because they're all doing it. What do you mean, why? (laughs) Because they're a bunch of pedophiles and perverts. That's why. I mean, the woke left, you know, what you do with a goat on the weekend is your business. Um, This is about Sound of Freedom which continues to just boom. I mean, it's doing incredible. It's still going, it's still doing well, it's expanded. I mean, I don't know if they say in here how much money this has earned at this point, but it's doing incredible. And I mean, it's resonating with people because it just is what it is, even variety, okay? So variety is one of the most leftist lunatic things I've ever ever seen. Uh, Owen Gleiberman even observed, Let's assume that, like me, you're not a right-wing fundamentalist conspiracy theorist looking for a dark, faith-based suspense film to see over the holiday weekend. Even then, you don't need to hold extreme beliefs to experience Sound of Freedom is a compelling movie that shines an authentic light in one of the crucial criminal horrors of our time, one that Hollywood has mostly shied away from. Well, that's because Hollywood does it, folks. The perverts in Hollywood take part in it and i get a boot out of it since he writes for a variety he had to open up with this uh backhanded you know kind of just you know slap him in the face oh, right wing fundamentalist conspiracy theorist blah 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 uh, uh, hey uh owen i'm ruining your life because i'm praising you here publicly i appreciate you writing that uh freaking cowards these people are they can't even own child sex trafficking they can't even own up to oh no that's wrong. Uh, they can't even then. They have to say, uh, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but uh, child sex trafficking isn't a conspiracy theory. It's just conspiracy. It happens. It happens frequently, and it's horrific. And you know, it's happening way too much in Hollywood. That's why they shy away from it. Neither Owen is blind to that or ignorant, but at least. Uh, At least it's getting out there now, thanks to this show. Folks, speaking of that, share the Tom Renz Show. Share it wide. Share it broadly. Share the America Out Loud Network and share TomRens.com. We need your support. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.